Welcome back to your daily dose. If you are a human, you know what it means to be angry. This episode combines a glimpse of the violent rage of a prepubescent fifth grade Bob and the advice Buddha has to offer about anger in our lives. It's shocking, it's absurd, it's profound, it's life. Enjoy. I was an angry crier when I was a kid. Uh, there was a time uh, I was in the fifth grade and my sister Jane was in the third grade. And this kid, Greg Cadis, was a sixth grader. He was a big sixth grader. And yeah, he sounds like a boy. He was, just he was a jerk and he had this ugly Sleestack face. It was really, uh, if you know what a Sleestack is, oh, yeah. it was very Land much like lost. one. Yeah. yeah, okay. And and he made fun of my sister and then he pushed her down. And I went stood up to him, even though he was bigger than me, because this is my little sister, third grade, and he's a sixth grader. And I say, you leave my sister alone. And he grabs me by my face with his whole hand and he throws me onto the ground. And I'm on the ground humiliated in the schoolyard before school. And I feel my heat rising and I feel embarrassed. My face is getting red. And then I feel angry because he starts making fun of the fact that I'm crying in front of his friends. And I jump from my spot on the ground, much like Spider-Man, I'd like to say, mm. onto his chest with my knees, hands holding him on the shoulders, brought him down to the ground and then grabbed a hold of the hair on his head and started smashing his head against the ground and saying, leave me alone, leave me alone, until he started crying, and then I got up and left him alone. And I spent the whole first hour of school that day waiting for the principal to show up and say, you have to be out of school because you beat up Greg Cadis. And when that didn't happen after the first hour, I felt kind of proud. It's the <laughs> truth. But guess what? That all started with crying. So let's not forget that, ladies and gentlemen listening. If you make me cry, I'm going to advise that you go ahead and head out after that. Find You're something fun leave. to do because I may well lose it on you. So you've talked about um, your you bottle up your anger. Or no, actually, are... I, I release it. I release okay. it on a regular basis. I, that's the only solution for me. That's the only thing that I can do. So if I'm feeling really angry, I have a, I have a heavy, an 85-pound uh, punching bag in my yeah. garage. Uh, and I have a double-ended striking bag that I go out and I wail on on a regular basis. And it lets that flow. And I have some Tai Chi exercises that are geared towards that. I do have, I do have a temper. Yeah. Uh, but I don't really tend to express it or put it out there in the world. Um, you see it every once in a while, but it's not, I'm not a violent guy, really, right. overall. You know, catch me in fifth grade, maybe. Well, that's why I'm glad we don't have a time machine now. Yeah. And before, I wanted one so I could go fix a bunch of the past, but now, forget it. Yeah, yeah. So I might meet fifth grade Bob. Right. Younger Bob might just kick your butt. Yeah. I may need to get a punching bag, though, because I tend to bottle it up and wait for it and wait for it and yeah, release yeah. it all at once. Well, and that's what we call passive aggressive. Oh, yeah. And And the thing is... Why don't you release it as it comes? Because it's healthier. I'm, I've got this concept uh, where I want to be a flow through human being. And it sounds strange, but I don't want to feel the need to hold on to anything because I don't believe that anything is permanent enough to hold on to. And this is not to take anything away from people's religious beliefs or what have you, uh, or life beliefs, but I want to be affected by things without feeling the need to hold on to them. And anger... And that that's you know buddha describes it as the hot coal and he says when you realize that you're holding the hot coal put it down every time 
And it's a hard habit, right? But that's the thing. The longer you hold on to it, the more you're going to scream when you eventually put it down. Right. As opposed to just putting it down and putting it down and putting it down. You know. Would that the the hot coal holding on to it? Is that a grudge? Is that like that? Because you know, there's the there's the white hot anger. Yeah. That goes away in a second, but then there's the anger that grows into resentment. Yeah, I think I think his message. Its message, I don't know what Buddha's sex is, quite frankly, uh, is that you're hurting yourself by holding on to it. And that it's it's like, it, it's been described as, as acid inside you. You know, if, it, if the vessel is full of acid, what do you think it's doing to the vessel, right? And so that whole concept of just making a habit of letting go as soon as you know that you're feeling it. And that comes with being conscious, too, of, of how you're feeling. Being able to zoom out and go, okay, I'm feeling that now. Now, what am I going to do about that? How am I going to respond? Or am I going to be a victim to my emotions? Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. I know what Buddha and Bob are talking about there. I've had my share of hot coals, and I've struggled to put them down. Also, is there ever a situation where you want coal? Not at the holidays in your stocking, not the red-hot coal of anger, coal-burning plants, it's not a popular substance in any setting. Go out and get rid of all your coal and make the world a better place.